You're listening to PR Hangover, a podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's chapter of PRSSA. I'm your host, Olivia Dolly, and I want to thank you for choosing this podcast to hear your PR Hangover. This week's episode of PR Hangover features Naya Hodge. Naya Hodge is a recent graduate from Central Michigan University in their integrative public relations program with a minor in advertising. She discusses her experience with her internships on and off campus, and I really thought that the listeners could just benefit from hearing someone who works in the mid-Michigan area, went to school in the central Michigan area, and she talks about her current role at Dow Chemical as a corporate communications specialist. And through her journey to where she is today, she talks about the importance of speaking up, using your voice, and not being afraid to take those risks. because. If you don't share your ideas, even if you think that they might not mean anything, someone else will. And that is such a good thing to know in PR because what's the worst thing that could happen if you share an idea? So without further ado, let's welcome Naya Hodge. Naya, do you want to give us just a little brief background about um, you and maybe your education history? I would love to. Thank you, Olivia. My name is Naya Hodges. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I am currently an Associate Corporate Communication Specialist at Dow in their Public Affairs Developmental Program. I recently graduated from Central Michigan University December 2021 with a Bachelor of Applied Arts in Integrative Public Relations with a minor in Advertising. Wow, so it sounds like you've had a busy um, journey of your education. That's really exciting. Congratulations on graduating. Thank Uh, you. Yeah, uh, so just a little like fun fact, maybe, do you have, um, like working in an office in a corporate setting, do you have like a go-to snack that you like to go to when you're in the office and you're busy on the run? So, okay, fun fact, I am mainly working virtual. Um, so I live in the Metro Detroit area and my home office is technically the Midland offices. Um, but when I go up there, I always make sure I stop at Big Apple Bagels because um, there's literally only a couple big apples like around Michigan and I got into it when I was up at CMU because they have one in Mount Pleasant. So anytime I drive by, they have one in Midland, I make sure I get like three bagels and I just stuff my face. Yes, so good. I totally agree with you. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about your background and your history uh, What's at CMU and maybe uh, did you know you wanted to go into PR or? Was mm-hmm. this- okay, very cool. Okay, yeah. So it's an interesting story. In high school, um, I went to Cass Tech, which is a high school in downtown Detroit, and they have different curriculums that students can go through. And my curriculum was communications. And so I was always like, maybe I'll wanna do something in communications, but it's so broad. I don't really know what to actually do in communications. So I took a tour, I think my senior year of high school at Central Michigan, just to hear about some other programs they might have in communications or um, the College of Arts and Media. And I learned about public relations. I didn't really know what it was at the time, but I liked it because it felt a little more like definite and like the things that public relations specialists do. And it was hitting all the points that I heard, like strategic communications, writing, um, journalism, like all of those things, because the program at Central Michigan is an integrative program. So it um, incorporates a lot of journalism, broadcasting, um, graphic design, communication classes. Um, so it's more so strategic communications within public relations. And I was just like, all right, I'm gonna just give it a try and see if I like it. And I stuck with it since my first semester. And 
I really fell in love with it. Um, there was a lot of opportunities I was able to obtain throughout the um, major and in the program that I was in, and it kind of led me to where I am today. So it all worked out in the long run. Yeah, it sounds like it for sure. Would you say um, being in uh, Mount Pleasant, there were like a lot of opportunities for PR? I would say, I'm not thinking necessarily like Mount Pleasant, but I think the Central Michigan University community for public relations, um, it has a nice reputation. So a lot of communication specialists know that, you know, some of the schools in Michigan, um, I would say specifically CMU has a good public relations program. And so they know the students, whatever they're learning, they probably have, you know, the things that they're looking for. So it was able to help me get some opportunities because those companies were already a little bit of interested in some of the things that CMU students had to offer. So every year, our Public Relations Student Society of America chapter will host an internship where companies all across Michigan will come and just tell us a little bit about their companies and students can give them pitches on like some of the things that they've done. And at those internship fairs, that's when I was able to make a lot of my connections with folks um, and where I was able to obtain at least like three of my internships that I got during my time at college. Um, I did two agency internships and then my final one at which was able to lead to a full-time opportunity. And I believe all three of them, you know, knew about CMU, took the time to either, if they weren't at the internship fair, we made sure our PRSSA chapter would bring those people or representatives from those companies to talk to um, our students, just so they can hear about it and be able to make those connections too, which was just helpful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like it, um, it provided like a lot of opportunity. And then, um, with all of your different internships, what have you been able to learn about yourself and like what you're interested in? Um, yeah. Okay. That's a great question. So with the CMU, um, integrated public relations or IPR major, um, I would say it's very much so agency oriented with the type of, um, work that we kind of learn how to do or how to manage. So when I did my first two internships, which were agency, it kind of gave me an understanding of what type of work I would be doing. I'm working with different clients, um, the different skill sets needed for that. And so after I did the final two, uh, my summer after I completed my junior year, summer of 2021 last year, I had you know another semester before I graduated. So I was like, I probably should try another opportunity if I can. And that's when Dow had came that following or that previous fall um, talked about their public affairs program. And I was like, okay, I'm in public relations, but like, what's the difference between that and like public affairs and like corporate communications work? So I, you know, I took the chance. I was able to obtain the internship and learn like the difference between agency related work versus corporate communications, public relations. Um, and it was definitely eye-opening to see the different um, work styles and workflows with those two. So, you know, just being able to like experience those different, um, ways to, you know, go through public relations and what I did and didn't like um, necessarily and like where I am right now. Right, so um, what are some of the, the differences between the public affairs program and the communications? So with the work that I did for agencies, it was very high level, which isn't a bad thing at all because you are able to work with different sectors of different companies. So like maybe in the automotive, maybe um, in small businesses, um, and health. So it was kind of interesting to see like those different avenues. And like, if you're, um, if you pick a specific sector that you want to look into more and educate yourself within, that can be really helpful. 
Um, so you're doing a lot of different work with all these different clients. Maybe I'm doing press releases for one client. Maybe I'm doing a lot of research for another um, and just kind of doing a big balancing act of doing a lot of different writing, communication, media relations was really heavy with the agencies. So during my internship with Dow, I was on the brand and digital communications team, which is an internal function for the company. So it wasn't a lot of external work that I was doing, but more so what I was doing for the company um, within with, you know, regulating some of their brand guidelines or some of their social media stuff. And just kind of seeing the different workflow too, I think, because the communication style is different when you're talking to a broader audience versus talking to people within a um, a company, you kind of get a better understanding of like how to um, switch your communication styles with those different audiences, which was really interesting for me to learn. Um, and a lot of opportunities were a little bit different from what I was learning in my classrooms too, uh, when it came to writing things for internal audiences, um, writing posts for social media through like a corporate narrative, um, learning more about branding and why that's important for companies. Um, and also like building anniversaries too. If you aren't familiar with Dow, they're currently in an anniversary year. So they're, they're celebrating 125 years, which was really exciting to be able to like see what that planning process is for such a big company. Um, Cause you know, in classrooms you do like your, um, your campaign projects where you present it and stuff. But I feel like it's such a different level when you're actually like seeing a company like plan it out for over a year and executing it and what that looks like. So, um, two different like spectrums on like, yeah, agency related work versus uh, corporate communication. I'm sorry, sorry if that was a big ramble. <laughs> no, no, that, that was actually really interesting because a lot of times we don't really consider the internal part of communication. And it's always just mm -hmm. on like our target audience, you know, our, you know, so that, that is really interesting for sure. Wow. Um, so I guess, I know that in PR and communications, every day is going to be different, but is there something you do um, specifically every day that like you go through initially? So on the brand team, they, they do a lot of different work and I've had the opportunity to um, take a little more responsibility on my end. So sometimes if people um, across the globe within our company have questions related to the brand, or different assets that we have, I'm able to communicate them, which I think has, it's an opportunity that you don't really like get to understand. Like that's kind of cool that because Dow is a global company, I'm able to like communicate with people, Latin America, Asia Pacific, Middle East. Like I'm just, you know, a girl from Detroit, stayed in Michigan my whole life and I get to communicate with all these people. Um, so that's one of my day-to-day -day, um, things. Also just assisting where I can with anniversary planning um, and just taking this as a learning opportunity because yeah, I'm fresh out of college. So I'm still working with like professionals who've been doing this for a couple of years. So just kind of getting my footing, my groundwork of like how to effectively communicate, you know, put my space in these voices where sometimes it can be a little daunting because it seems like they know what they're talking about. And I'm just, you know, I just graduated a couple months ago, but I'm still, you know, valid in my points and the things that I want to say. So just taking it as a learning opportunity and like speaking up when I need to or when I want additional work. So some things just to take in consideration on like a day-to-day -day basis of like, if it's a little slow, I don't know, ask for more stuff if I need to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you know, there's always something you can be doing for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I take it then after your internship, they, so they offered you the position. Uh, how did you kind of land that opportunity? Yeah. 
So as I was probably about halfway through my internship, I was like, oh, I really like this. I, I really like the work that I'm doing, the people that I'm with, the team that I'm on. I'm really interested in exploring more opportunities at Dow. So I made sure I voiced that with my supervisor over the internship program or my supervisors that I was working with. And because I was making sure I was producing good work in my internship, um, I was able, um, the brand team asked if I wanted to stay on for a co-op position during my last semester at CMU. So I was able to do that part-time um, and continue some of the project points that I was working on during my last semester. And then I went through the interview process for the public affairs developmental program, where I, it was very extensive, make, you know, and making sure I went through all of that. And that kind of led to a full-time job opportunity, um, making sure I was explaining all of the different project points that led up to the stuff I was doing at Dow, what I did at Dow, how I'm contributing, what inputs that I have, and just kind of, you know, selling why I think I'm a good fit for the company and why I enjoy um, what Dow has offered for me already and what they probably can continue offering me in like a future career opportunity. Right. Um, do you feel like with your position, there's a lot of room for um, growth in your role? I think so. What was really interesting was I made sure because I did my internship virtually during the su last summer because, you know, COVID was still around. So I did my internship completely virtual. It was kind of hard to connect with people like intentionally, like I'm not just walking past someone in the break room or something and just kicking it with them. I have to make intentional meetings. So I was making sure I was scheduling time with folks saying, hey, um, I just want to like hear about you, what you're doing in public affairs and the type of skills, like what your background is and come to find out that there's a good amount of CMU alum I was able to connect with who went through the same IPR program that I did. And it was really interesting to see how their skills um, kind of translated in different like departments at Dow, um, like, like global citizenship, their business corporate um, communications, corporate communications and what that looked like. And everyone kind of had a very similar answer of there's always room to grow or there's always something else to do at Dow, which I really appreciated too, because if I feel like I've learned everything that I needed to in one position, I know that there's probably a way that I can pivot those skills in a different um, opportunity at Dow. So I found it was really interesting to hear about that. Right. Yeah. So um, if you wanted to maybe like switch to like a different, not program, but just area, you probably could. Is that what you're mm -hmm. okay. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so working for a corporate company, would you say that uh, Dow does a very a good job of practicing um, uh, diversity and inclusion and that sort of thing? I would say, in my opinion, so far, yes. I, as a Black woman, I think it's really important for me to see different initiatives that companies do to make us feel inclusive. And that's what I've been seeing so far. Um, we recently just had Juneteenth and, um, you know, Black History Month and MLK Day and seeing some of those initiatives of like recognizing um, Black voices in important um, cultural events in Black history um, and also just taking time to educate some folks who might not be like, who might not know about that, understand the importance of that. Um, I think that's really important and it was kind of nice to see they did those initiatives even now, as like a black woman, I wear my hair naturally out in most cases. And um, if you're unfamiliar, I think the crown day is like first week of July or something like that, which is just um, 
it's an act that was put in place for people who have textured hair to not be discriminated against in cultural um, and work environments. Um, because there's a lot of stigma surrounding um, BIPOC, Black women wearing their hair in that, um, what is it called? Work professional environments and the need to conform to a societal standard. And I feel like they've been really advocating the importance of, you know, showcasing yourself, who you are, and not um, holding on to any stigmas like that. And so those are just like some of the surface things that I've been able to see. But even doing my research into the company and learning more about their employee resource groups that they have, um, some of their initiatives, um, you know, I think that DAO makes sure it's, isn't performative necessarily, but also there's ways that employees can learn more about themselves with allyship or just um, reaching out to other people who have similar backgrounds and how they can connect to. So from my experience, you know, just being here for a year, I've been able to learn all of that, which has been really impressive in my perspective. Oh, oh for sure. And that's kind of like why I gravitated towards it was because I saw um, that their student engagement event that was mainly for people who were like, um, just like of you know, different cultures and that sort of thing. And mm -hmm. so that, I really respected that for sure. Um, I love that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> so what kind of initiative leadership skills would you say you take towards promoting um, these practices, if any? So you're saying like, what type of leadership skills are, am I witnessing? Um, yeah. Or yeah. Yep. yeah, I think um, it's really important for leaders to like make sure even if it's like small percentages of, you know, BIPOC or um, different cultural background folks on their team, that they're taking those initiatives to educate those who may not be a part of those groups too. So I've been able to see that. So I think just being aware that we need to have these spaces where we can open up and share our dialogue is important. So if leadership sees that and they acknowledge that and they're saying, hey, we want to make sure you're feeling comfortable and safe in these spaces, or you want to make sure you're able to talk about it, that's what I appreciate and want to see more of too. So from a leadership perspective, just being aware of the spaces that some people are taking up and some spaces that maybe others should be taking as well um, to make it more of an inclusive space um, than they already have made it to. Cool. I don't yeah. know if that answered your question. No, but. <laughs> I, no, I totally agree. I feel like education is everything and just like mm -hmm. um, sharing even experiences with people just to get a different perspective from it. Yeah, sure. because even if, you know, a lot of our meetings that we have are just through a screen too. So hearing some stories about your colleagues and like some of the things maybe they're going through and some of their thoughts on some of these things that are happening um, within our culture right now, because some of these conversations that are happening are just, you know, it's really crazy right now. So being able to have some spaces where we feel like we can come to work without some of that baggage and kind of talk, talk it out a little bit, I think that's pretty important. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. <clears throat> Would you say that um, at your time when you were in when you were at Central that they also did a very good job of that? At CMU, I think so. Um, we I remember when I was in school, the president will always do like his weekly updates on things that were happening. Um, I was actually a multicultural um, advancement scholar, so I was part of the Max Scholar program, which. Um, we really make sure the students in the, that program are going to different cultural events each um, month. So we had the Heritage Month 
um, Asian Pacific Islander Month, Black History Month, we will always be doing some type of volunteer work and doing different type of initiatives. And I know other groups on campus were able to take part in those and just learn a little bit more about different cultures that we may be a part of. So yeah, there were definitely a lot of opportunities I took advantage of too. Um, the high school that I went to was predominantly Black um, and Hispanic. So just being able to learn a little bit more about other people's cultures, especially coming to a PWI, sometimes it's a little daunting thinking, oh, there's not going to be some people who look like you, or there's going to be a lot of people who look different than you, which is the case. But um, it's always a great learning opportunity to learn about some of other marginalized groups on campus. Right. And like, I just find it genuinely very interesting to learn about those cultures, too. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I learned a lot of different stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. And just like how different um, like my life might look from someone else's and just like comparing that and really seeing just I don't know. It's it's very fascinating. for sure. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, so what do you like, what do you like living about, or I guess you don't live in the mid-Michigan area, but um, like working in the mid-Michigan area? It's very interesting. Like I said, I, at CMU, it's in Mount Pleasant, which is around the mid-Michigan area. I think um, CMU is probably like 40 minutes away from um, Midland where Dow is. So I had a chance to, you know, familiarize myself with um, that area. It's a lot different than what I've grown up in, you know, West Side Detroit, um, you know, my high school was downtown Detroit. So city urban life compared to um, mid-Michigan was a little bit of a culture shock to me. Um, but I, I love the Dow offices. They're literally yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> and every time I go up there, I'm finding I've yet to not get lost a little bit in there, but it's really nice. And all the one ways. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Well, um, so as a new graduate, is there anything that you wish you would have known during your time in school that um, you know now? That I think, I think being a little less hesitant to um, share some of my like thoughts, opinions, perspectives. I've always been like outspoken, but I'm always like not the first to just you know say my opinion. I'll kind of let other people talk, and then like go from there a little bit. Uh, but I think in like the corporate environment, just showing that you have initiative and ideas, you know, don't wait on the back burner until someone says, oh, Naya, what do you have to say? You know what I'm saying? So I wish I like practiced that a little bit more during my time in college because I had a lot of different opportunities on campus where I was very much engaged um, and I could have took a little more um, verbalized initiative was sharing some of my opinions or thoughts. Um, cause that's really important. Um, in like the work environment, I think it's just like speaking up, um, for yourself or whatever you need to say. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm still practicing that today. Too, yeah. Cause sometimes yeah. I'll notice myself just listening, listening. Oh, I have this idea, but I don't know if it's a good idea. And then someone else says it and yeah. you know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So just being a little more confident in my ideas that I'm sharing, um, with, you know, groups of people, even if they have more experience, they're the worst they can say is, oh, that's nice, but maybe something else, like they're not gonna be like mean about it. So I just gotta practice feeling more comfortable with, you know, presenting myself. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like I'll think of something and then someone else will say it and I'll be like, well, shoot, like I should have. It should have been me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much. I, um, I'm very interested in like, 
the Dow company. Um, and so I really appreciated you coming on today and just talking about your experience. And um, just, we don't really have a lot of people who come on uh, from the mid-Michigan area, the central Michigan, you know, just cause we're on the West side. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. um, I really appreciate this and it's been very helpful. And I'm really hoping that others can benefit and learn more about um, the company and everything like that. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you just reaching out to me. I think that's just amazing that you saw me on LinkedIn. You were like, Naya, can we interview you? Whatever. I just really appreciate that. So thank you so much, Olivia, for having me on here. And if anyone else has any questions for me, like feel free to just reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. I'd love to answer any questions anyone has. I really hope that you all were able to benefit and learn more about Naya, her journey to where she is now at Dow Chemical and learn more about corporate life and just how they are taking initiatives to practice diversity and inclusion. And she is like one of the reasons because she is able to use her voice to advocate for what she believes in. And that is something that a lot of people are afraid to do. And just hearing that, that someone else is doing it, it really just, is reassuring to know that it's okay if you make a mistake or if you feel like your voice isn't strong or it's not something it is and so I really enjoyed speaking with Naya and I really think that if you were to ever reach out to her she loves helping students and she would be more than happy to assist you so I will leave her information in the show notes below but until then I'll see you all next time on PR Hangover.